me. Previously on Real Garbage. There's been a murder in Savannah. <laughs> and now, coming up on Real Garbage, Katie and Jeff get political. Everything's already pumpkin spiced. What? Katie and Jeff talk logistics. I hate birds. You can't be serious. And Jeff and Katie get serious. <laughs> Stop! Please! <laughs> Please, I can't take it! Ow! Shit! This episode of Real Garbage is brought to you by Macarons. <laughs> wow. I was expecting a noise. This episode is also brought to you by Cannolis. Hey, forget about it, huh? This is Real Garbage. Thank you for the cannolis. I don't even know what a cannoli was. I saw them in the bakery at Thrifty's, and I was like, we're going to get some birthday cannolis. We're, we're going to get some cannolis. birthday macarons. We're going to get some birthday edible Ooh, cookie that dough. Stuff, that stuff is, I can't do it. And that, like, that piece, and I was like, nope. Yeah, that was a lot. Because eating, like, I feel like you could take that. Can you bake that? Yep. It says bake or eat. Oh, okay. It'd probably be good baked. Yeah. Because they're, pum- oh, they're pumpkin spice, though. Yeah, pumpkin Super spice pumpkin-y. cookie dough with cream cheese flavored chips. You're just pumpkin spicing right out, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Going ham. We got pumpkin spice popcorn that we, right. ha- we haven't tried it yet. Well, that and then you know, candy corn popcorn. I that stuff's pretty good, right? I'm like sugared out after that. I had that. What was the one? The Greek yogurt and you lemon. Had, yeah, you had the Greek yogurt, yogurt and lemon. Um, with the graham crust, which tart. is basically like lemon cheesecake. Mm-hmm. And then that piece the of lemon, lemon cake. cake. By the time I was done that, I was like, <laughs> I feel like I need to sleep. Too bad I couldn't have like I didn't have enough time to put together. The traditional charcuterie board that I wanted to with like okay. the salamis and the cheese and the pickles. I'm the kind of person that I'm just like, I just eat slices of cheese and pepperoncinis out of the jar. Yep. I did it last night. Mm-mm. I've been really trying to not eat after 8.30, 8 o'clock, 8.30. Mm. Been doing really well so far. It's only been four days. Haven't had a beer. Well, this is, we're recording mm-hmm. this on Wednesday. I haven't had a beer since Sunday. And I'm keeping that going. Blake actually offered me a beer earlier today. And he's like, just in case you want one. I'm like, you know, I don't want it, but... I might just leave it in the in the fridge as a as a as a test. I went, no fucking way. Just here, take it back. Yeah, That's yeah. Just stupid. <laughs> It'd be tonight. I'd be going, Well, I made it four days. Yeah. Might as well grab a beer to celebrate. No. That's literally gonna be me with like all this stuff. I'm gonna put it upstairs. Oh, oh yeah. Whatever you take don't that, want. Take so. it take it with you. Well, I will keep God, I wanted something salty. I should have just said something salty. It's all sweet. I know. Then pumpkin spice popcorn you can definitely have. I'll keep the kettle corn. Yeah, keep the keep the candy corn kettle corn. It's classic candy corn kettle corn. It flavor. tastes really fucking good. Like you're at uh, the fair, you just went yes. on the zipper and you're like, I want some candy corn, mom. That's out of season. Have some candy corn popcorn. Ma, give me some candy corn flavor kettle corn. Come on. <laughs> it's not October. <laughs> I can't. It's hilarious that pumpkins, like we talked about this a couple episodes ago, that everything's already pumpkin spiced. Yeah. Uh, Starbucks had their like pumpkin spice stuff the last week of August. Man, it's too early. Mm-hmm. It, you, it should be like, I hate that we've become this society of people that has to live out their lives based on holidays. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, don't get me wrong, my favorite holidays, two of my favorite holidays. Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, you know me well. That's well, number one. That one for sure. Yeah. You're a Christmas person? Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Okay, I was going to say Thanksgiving too. Thanksgiving. It's, Why, it's all the food of Christmas, all the like family you like. Because Christmas, you're obligated to like be around everyone, whereas Thanksgiving, it's oh, yeah, all the I good guess. people. Minus the stress of like getting gifts and showing how much you value someone via dollar amount. Mm. Very easy way around that. All agree not to buy gifts. Yeah. It's the best thing to do. And I if, might do that this year. I, we started, started doing it 10 years, probably more than 10 years ago. I just, just no, just. Or if we did, we would go shopping on Boxing Day as a group mm, and go, hey. I would love to do that. <laughs> it's so much easier. You yeah. go, hey, uh, why don't you buy me that for Christmas? And yeah. they're like, yeah, of course. Yeah, and then, and like, then like, it's like, on sale. And you, they know and you know that you'll like it. You don't have to return anything. you know. Yeah. And if they, if you complain, it's like, well, it's your own goddamn fault, stupid. Yeah, yeah. You picked it. 
So that's I find that's the best way to do gifts if you're doing gifts at Christmas. Mm-hmm. I always just say my gift is coming home. Yeah. Like, listen, yeah. if I'm flying halfway across the country, I'm not buying you gifts on yeah, top of that. Yeah, that's... That's my funds right I there. I am the gift. I am. I have pajamas that say that. <laughs> Super ego. I'm like, it's me, bitches. Yeah. I'm going back for Thanksgiving again. Nice. I'm, pretty, I'm actually like, I'm at a point. This is kind of cool. Feels really good. I'm super stoked to like go home and it sounds so Be, bad saying that, this out like, loud. Family time. Yes, because going home a couple weekends ago was great. It was <laughs> really good. I'm like, yeah, it's just been the first time. Like, I've had my sister there, my brother there, my parents mm-hmm. are there. Like, my sister's wife was there. My brother, my sister's girl, uh, girlfriend, boyfriend. Sister's <laughs> talking too fast. My sister's boyfriend is there, <laughs> and, and uncle comes over. Some family friends. I'm like, this is awesome. Sit around the fire, just fucking have some drinks, smoke some weed, yeah. just chat and talk about random shit. And like I've never had that as like a regular occurrence in my life. So now I'm like, if they're like, "Hey, you want to come home for Thanksgiving?" I'm You're like, like ah. yeah. I, at first I was like, I do, but I, I don't have a thousand bucks to drop on a flight. And then lo and behold, the day later, WestJet's like, "Hey, we got a seat sale for you." You're like, so, yeah, less Thanks. than five hundred bucks. I was like, wow, oh, shit. Yeah. All right, fine. Yeah, four eighty nine round trip. So oh hell yeah, come back for another week. But nice. I'm gonna try and work with my cousin and do some cash work because I'm gonna pay for that missed wages and mm-hmm. airplane flight. That's a good idea. <laughs> What's shaking? Um, Sorry, I, yeah. I was today years old when I found out I have curly hair. <laughs> nice. Was, so yeah. do you straighten it? After? No. So um, I <laughs> Does someone straighten it for you? No, I discovered this through TikTok. <laughs> um, I've been seeing a lot of TikToks of girls who are who start out the video by saying like, you know, I brush my hair like normal ever, you know, when you you learn how to brush your hair when you're a kid. And there's like a particular way you have to brush it? No, it's okay. just when you brush your hair, when you have like wave or curl to your hair, it gets like dry and frizzy no matter how like how many hydrating products and shit you use. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, to discover if you have curly hair or not, they essentially give you a step-by-step thing and you wash and dry your or wash and condition your hair with like hydrating stuff and then rather than squeezing it and wringing the water out because curls thrive on like moisture oh um you put in like an oil or a leave-in conditioner or cream and you put it all over your hair and you scrunch it and then you plop it now plopping is new to me i know um so instead of doing the like towel twist which uh, causes like t- friction and uh, tension on your hair that can leave you with like. But what is the ba- baldness? What is the purpose of the towel? The plopping. Oh, the purpose of the towel twist is so you like get your hair all back and then it dries up, but it creates tension on your hair and it dries it out. So plopping is you take your sopping wet hair. And you use a T-shirt because that material is way softer. And you put the T-shirt out on the counter and you plop your head over. You put your hair and head in the center of the T-shirt. And then you take the back, you take the front of the T-shirt and bring it up. And then you take the back and wrap it around and then tie it. And let, and just let it sit there on your head until your hair is dry. And I did that. And that's how you discover if, that's how you discover if you have curly hair. Is when you take the towel off, you're like you have curls and weird. Yeah, I wonder so, what happened if I did that. Because like you should try it. You could. Because I to dry it. Okay, I have. A, I got one more question about the towel twist before we keep before we move on. What, when you're twisting that towel, if your hair is long enough, are you wrapping the twisted part? Like, is your hair yeah. in that? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then by doing the towel twist when you're because your head is wringing it out as you're twisting. Yeah, yeah. So you're drying out your hair. You're potentially breaking it, and that tension right here, uh, especially if your hair is longer and being pulled into that twist, um, the tension creates like potential like receding hairline. Or okay, well it makes sense. It's like wearing hats. Yeah, wearing hats. I I wear a hat all the time at work now, (laughs) but I try to wear. It's back. Not, it's not super tight. Mm-hmm. Well, backwards. I never wear a hat backwards. This just happened yesterday. Oh. It's the long hair. It's helping. Cool Jeff. It's like, what's up? What's up, young people? <laughs> yeah. Hello, um, fellow young people. Hello, fellow young people. <laughs> um, okay, hold on. Um, what's the same about the hair? Oh, yeah, because with mine, I towel it. Mm-hmm. It's getting pretty thick. So I, I towel it, and then I just I comb it all. Like I brush it all back with a brush, and I just kind of shake thing. it. I shake it and let it dry. 
why not brush it? Mine gets fucking super tangled because I won't shampoo it every day and conditioner it every day because it's just too much work. Well, yeah, you're not supposed to either. No. And um, so I do have to rinse it out though. So I got to mm-hmm. get, I got to brush it because like it sometimes get like, gets like cement in it. So oh, I'm that's mixing fair. cement at work. Oh, it's like, I mean, I if you have like getting in there, curly hair, you shouldn't brush your hair when it's no. dry. I, I, I don't think mine's really curly. It just kind of curls in the back. It gets some wave to it though. Mm-hmm. It's wavy. It's pretty sweet. It has some texture. It's funny. Some my, movement. My brother's like, how is it you have a full head of hair, 30, 37, I'm 41, and I'm bald? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know, dude. He used to, he used to wear a lot of hats. I remember him wearing a hat a lot. Mm. I like to let this thing, de- this down, but right now, it's just, you know, with the headphones, I got to maybe take mm. my hat off in a sec, but uh, it gets in my face a lot. Mm-hmm. It, that's, I don't know how people do it. It's really annoying. It Trying is. to cook, cut up food, like, yeah. I flip my hair more than any woman I know. <laughs> it's insane. Just. <laughs> <sighs> Do you want to talk about GI Joe? Yeah, yeah. My first, my first comment on this, I click start and I go, an hour fifty-seven. Yep. I was like, this is two hours. It, this is one of those movies. This is an action movie that should have been ninety minutes. Yeah, ninety minutes yeah. would have been all that it needed. There were points. I think I checked the time. I've marked it down. I bet you six times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah. Two, three, four, f- five times. Five times. I'm like, when is this going to be over? I know. Like, it was at one point I made a note exactly halfway through. There's so much that's been going on, but at the same time, there story wise has not been much going on. Nope. It was just like sensory overload worth of visual stuff going on. Yeah. It was a trip. Yeah. Okay, um, I'll try to explain yeah. G.I. Joe Rise. So this is G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra. This is the first G.I. Joe. Which sounds like a sequel, just yeah, saying. Yeah, that's what was confusing me when we did Re- Retaliation. I'm like, is this the sequel? What's the first one? I couldn't find just regular G.I. Joe. Yeah. I have so many things to say about this stupid movie. Mm-hmm. So uh, G.I. Joe is a story of Duke and Ripcord, mm-hmm. two very good soldiers who get uh, basically accosted by the G.I. Joe, or they get helped out yeah. in a firefight. And they train and get recruited by the G.I. Joes who stop the world from being Ending. weapons from being stolen yeah. by Cobra, who is not yet Cobra, because this is the rise of Cobra. Mm-hmm. That's basically it. This was like an episode of something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was I, at one point I said this is like a capture the flag match. Mm-hmm. They're just going back and forth like it's ours now. And then oh we yeah. tagged you get back there and try again. That was Man. a fun game. I love that was the I love capture the flag. That was one sport I was good at because yeah. I was fast and agile. Why mm-hmm. why isn't there a professional capture, capture the flag league? Maybe I know. There Maybe pro- there is. You know what? Yeah, there probably is. There's all sorts of I was watching professional cornhole. Uh professional professional cornhole. It was because it was like carnival games. Carnival games, but played at like a pro level. I'm talking you see uh, the crowds that gather for darts, right? What the fuck is cornhole? Cornhole. <laughs> all right. That is not... I know it's a stupid name. I mean, that's I'm just not like, what I'm thinking of. Whatever you're thinking of is not what I'm thinking of. Cornhole is a sport. Sport. Cornholing? Not cornhole. <laughs> it's just cornhole. Cornholio. You, but you, you played it. Guaranteed you played it. You play with bean bags and there's like a board over there with holes. That's the bean bag toss. No. That's the, no. <laughs> the official name is cornhole. What? I know. It's so stupid. The first time I heard it, I'm like, what are we doing now? Oh, the beanbag game. That, for my 25 years of life, has always been the beanbag toss. I learned it was cornhole when I was 30. It was last summer. Summer of 2019. I was in Calgary. Buddy Marco and I are having a beer at his local pub. And we're like looking up the screen. I'm like, this is ESPN 8? The hell? So we watched cornhole. There were like two other ones that we just couldn't believe were actually being (laughs) televised. Fuck, I, I should look, I gotta look that up or something. Oh it was, God. I remember just being ridiculous. Oh, dodgeball. Oh, yeah. Professional dodgeball. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking with like giant crowds and cheerleaders. Oh, like the movie Dodgeball. Oh, yeah. But I mean like for, for but, cornhole, for cornhole. Oh, Because like, oh, it was all being, all being played in the same arena. So 15,000 people in the stands like, just, yeah, we love you, Johnny Newman. You're our favorite cornhole player. Like. Signs and everything, just what? regular dudes who were like, "Yeah, I'm a professional cornholer. Been playing, <laughs> been training since I was seven. No. Just, just footage of him like he wakes up no. in the morning and just throws fucking sandbags across his room. Oh my god, it's wild. Yeah. So I wish that there probably is. 
I got to look into professional cabbage's leg. I'm yeah. not as fast as I once was. Probably not as agile, but I think at 38. Yeah. Just turned 38. Y- yeah. It. Uh, it. I could be competitive in a in a league you like could. that. If there's average people, it's like, well, fuck yeah. Because I remember playing flag football. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh god, that was never mind. It was like 10 years ago now. So yeah, it doesn't even count. It's 10 years. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it was just like a couple years ago. No, that was in Red Deer. Wow. When is your when is your time of birth? Like, is it your birthday yet? Has it been your birthday oh, yet? No, it's been my birthday all day. Oh. No, I know, but like I the moment I was, of birth. I, I was con- not conceived. I, I was, was brought into expelled. this world. <laughs> I blew forth into the world. <laughs> I think it was like 2 a.m. or something. It was like middle of the morning. Oh, so, yeah, wow. I've been 38 for like... Uh, don't make me do math right now. So are you, okay, what are you, a Virgo? A Virgo. A Virgo. A Virgo. I don't know anything about Virgos. We're creative, yeah. f- funny, yeah. Uh, passionate, yeah. apparently very, we're stubborn a little bit too. Yeah. But yeah. That all checks out. Em- empathic or empathetic. Yeah. What's it? Em- empath is like you can fucking read You feel other people. And, yeah. So we are that too, apparently. That's what my mom was saying. She's like, you're an empath. I'm like, well, yeah, I can usually pick up on people's energy, mm-hmm. but I just feel like most of us can, but yeah. I guess some of us can't. Cause like if you're, in a, if you're in a room with someone, <laughs> if you're in a room with someone and they're like in a fucking bad mood. You're you like, oh yeah, I can. radiating. You are not happy right now. Yeah. So I, yeah, I can pick up on that pretty good. So yeah. Th- I, there's a, there's yeah. a bunch of traits. Yeah. That's pretty accurate. Very. Yeah. The, uh, I think the fact that I've never really stuck with one thing for too long, like I've told you, I've had like 60 jobs, yeah, 55, 60 jobs, not a lot of long relationships, or I just get like, eh, this is what I want, mm-hmm. move on to the next thing. I think that's a flighty, I guess you would call that. Flighty. Flighty <laughs> until we commit to something, then we're just like fucking full in. in. It. Like when I was in acting school, like that was, mm. I worked overnights, Mondays to Thursdays, 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. Then I trained a guy Monday, Wednesday, Friday mornings from 6 what? to 7. Then I went home and slept for an hour and a half. Then I went to school at 9, 9 Damn. to 3. Then I slept in the afternoon and went to work. That was my week. And I still like, kept almost the highest marks in the class. And I got like lead roles and shit. I had to memorize a fuck pile of lines. I was singing in a band too. It was crazy. But I was just like, I'm fucking in it. This is it. Yeah. This is life right now. So I think that's a very Virgoistic trait. I, um, I know nothing about astrology. I got this app called CoStar, CoSign. And it basically, you put in your birthday right down to the time. And it tells you like your... Astrological, thank you, sign. And then it tells you like your moon sign and your rising, all this shit. But like reading it is so fun. I don't put a lot of faith into it because, you know, like, perfect example. I always joke like I'm on the Pisces Aries cusp. So I always joke I can dish it, but I can't take it. So I can like get in someone's face and be like, what the fuck? But as soon as someone's in my face, I'm like, stop, please. (laughs) Please, I can't take it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> but <laughs> but, but like, <laughs> I don't, I don't read he- super heavily into it. But it was so funny because I was with my friends who also have the app, and they're both cancers. And we always joke around that's why we get along because they're cancers and I'm Pisces and all the water signs are like emotional and sentimental and weepy. But then the like ram in me is like, I don't give a fuck. Fuck. Um, But then they were like, yeah, tell us about your um, your moon sign or what the fuck ever. And I was like Scorpio. And they were like, ooh, that's bad. (laughs) And I don't know why, but like the few Scorpios I know, I'm like. I, I can see, I can see the, where it comes from. Imagine you led your entire life well into adulthood, judging people based on their signs. Their astrological yeah. signs? Be the nicest person in the world. What's your sign? Uh, I'm a Gemini. Nope. Look her up. <laughs> this person's crazy. Well, I, I definitely, um, based on a few people I know in my life, and like me knowing their star signs, I'm like, like anytime someone's like, oh, I'm, I'll just say cancer because we were just talking about it. Like before I had my like friends, anytime someone was like, oh, I'm a so-and-so, I'm a cancer. I'd be like, 
<laughs> but now, like, two of my best friends are cancer, so that's what I mean about not putting s- too much faith in it. But oh, yeah. It's, it's so fun to read. Like, it also tells you, because you can add your friends on this app, and it also tells you, I like... To, I'll have to download it later. You should, because one day, my friend who is a cancer and I, like, on her app, it told her that her and I would, like, not, like it would not be a good thing if we hung out today because of where our moons were and shit. And it's just so fucking funny that like this app is like, don't, don't hang out with her today. This it's is going to be chaos. This is how the government takes over with yeah. the cosine app. Yeah. Listen, you two, yeah. you shouldn't hang out with each no. other. Separate. And you're like, fuck, we can't be friends. You'll anymore. be, you'll, you'll be toxic today. Don't hang out. And we're like, Okay. <laughs> It'd be hilarious if I if I use it, I, I put it, everything in there. And, I'm and like, then I'm like, we well, add each other oh. and it's like, these two people would hate each other. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah. No. Like, no, it doesn't work. <laughs> well, I would be like, put all the info in there. I'm like, what time was I born? I'm like, ah, let's try like 3.02 a.m. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, you are the savior of the universe, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what if I put in like 301? It's like, you are going to bring the end of civilization. Yeah, Mom, what time was I born? Asshole. She's like looking at the, the thing going like, ah, uh, it says 301. She's like, you were born at 3.03 a.m. <laughs> Son hangs up. Yeah, it's so funny. Welcome to Black Mirror. Yeah, fuck. But... Yeah. Yeah, so G.I. Joe. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to download Cosign later. Yeah, do it. All right, so we get a little backstory. Uh, the uh, descendant of Destro, 1641, is like, you have to play both sides. The opening really threw me off. It was weird, right? I had to triple check that you sent me the right movie because it just opened. 1641. Yeah, opens up 1641, France or Scotland or where the fuck ever. And I'm like, there's horses running around. It's the plague. And I'm I'm just (laughs) sitting there like, is this G.I. Joe or (laughs) G.I. Joe? Doth. Doth the weapons not please you, my sire? This is chained up. Jan <laughs> Joe. This one, it was, um, crap, what was I going to say? Wow, completely lost my train of thought there. <laughs> I was going to say something about 1641. Mm. No, it was yeah. weird because I started playing it and it was like silence over the credits. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Um, is this working? Okay. It's, yeah, it's 1641. This guy's like basically giving us a backstory of his evil family. He's like, yes, we're going to sell weapons to both sides. You got to play yeah. both sides of a war, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, you're going to wear this heated up mask for the rest of your life. It, and that just, oh. what a, f- like, I don't what a he- French thing. Because I remember I. Did French use fire as torture? See, the reason I say that is because. I, a long time ago, watched a Leonardo DiCaprio movie called The Man in the Iron Mask. And oh. it was, it was um, these, like, this French king, or this the twin of the French king who got, um, um, like, encapsulated by an iron mask and shunned away and locked away for the rest of his life. What, did they heat it up on a fire first? That, no. I feel like that would just that, lead to infection. and Or burn his fucking <clears throat> face off and kill him. Yeah. Like, like I did, they put it on there. I'm like, there's no way you'd live through that. Yeah, no, because it was it, it red would hot. like meld to your flesh. Oh, your eyes would probably pop, Ooh, which, yeah. as we've discussed, are part of your brain. Mm-hmm. I think if your eyes get like blown up by heat, it's gonna yeah, the... just go immediately there. <sighs> so that just seemed uh, impossible. Mm-hmm. Or that guy should have died immediately. Yeah, and probably uh, he didn't seem like the husband type, or like no. he had kids. Yeah. He was pretty angry. Yeah, he was but, like, fucking no! Oh no, the geese. Well, the self-preservation. The geese attack! <laughs> Sorry, I can hear them. Oh my god. They're all going south. Good I, luck! No, they're not, though. That's the thing. Like, oh no, wait, those ones. They're going west right now. Uh. Yeah. It, it, I've, they've kind of been going back and forth because it just, it's too nice here. They're yeah. like, oh, it's time to go. It's cold. The next day, like, it's 33 degrees. Wah, yeah, wah, they're wah, like, wah. what the fuck? Have you ever been near one? I oh I in the yeah growing up in the prairies I remember approaching geese in a field once because I was like oh my god this is probably why I hate birds I was like really young and I approached geese and then one started hissing at me and I was just like no I'm out and yeah I I hate I hate birds I really I hate them it's like partial hate partial fear all not about them. 
if I'm walking downtown and I hear flapping of a seagull or I <laughs> hear the like, ah! I'm like, nope. Mm-mm. Well, you, you know, probably don't want to get pooped on for one. Well, no, but also they just seeing a whole bunch of seagulls downtown fighting over McDonald's or pigeons. I'm just like, oh, so you're, you're get away from me. Have you ever actually seen some like majestic birds in the wilderness, though? I saw an eagle flying far away once and I was like, that's cool. But don't don't <laughs> get close to me. Yeah. <laughs> Picks me up. Yeah. Well, we've talked about that too. We need the predators. Imagine that. Yeah, how scary huge that would birds. be if that bird was ten times the size, like yeah. the size of a car. Just yeah. It's it's what would its cry sound like? Probably like, a, like, like a, a T-Rex guttural. I I totally <laughs> I totally believe that they evolved from dinosaurs. Probably. You watch well, a, just watch a crow. Dinosaurs were um, raptors specifically. They found in fossils imprints of like feather patterns. Yeah. So They're totally the same. Yeah. I wonder. That'd be cool. If but, they'll turn back into dinosaurs at some point. Oh my god! A fucking seagull just morphs into a compie, and it's like <laughs> that. I I would be chill with. I'm gonna send you the photo my my uh, buddy Tyler sent me of the hand knitted Jeff Goldblum, <gasps> but it's Malcolm like like. Whoa! <laughs> Wait, what? The shirt off? Not- <laughs> it's like, oh it's yeah! A, it, it's a, it, I looked at it, was laughing my ass off because it's like he's got a quote underneath there too. It's good. Yeah. Okay. So 1641 gets a mask, melded to his face, and it's like in the not so distant future, just just a little 400 just, years. Yeah, just a cool 400 some. I didn't do the exact. Well, math. this this takes place in 2020. Really? Yeah. So 400 wait, 421 years? Uh, no. Yeah. 1641. Uh. Wow, I can't do math right now. 370 something. I'll put the answer up right yeah. here. So I'm like, I can't think. We're not mathematicians. But this is where I realized I wrote down, holy shot changes, Batman. Mm-hmm. This was like the fastest paced. It must have taken them like a year to make this movie. Yeah. Because there's so many different camera angles and they're cutting so many times. The camera didn't stop in this opening no. scene. No. It was crazy. And this is where they're introducing the nano, nanobites. Nanobites? Yeah, nanomites. Nanomites. Not Which I don't. With nanobites. I don't understand how they eat metal. I, d- I don't understand. <laughs> they, ex- I don't they explain understand. it, but I didn't understand I it. didn't get it. You basically, they attack metal. They're under their control, so they can control the mites with yeah. their little controller. This dialogue was weird, though. They explain mm-hmm. how it works. Meanwhile, it's like, blah, 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 cause a bunch of damage. And uh, Dennis Quaid, like, turns and looks at his blonde partner or a corporal or whatever, yeah, whatever it was. Yeah. Kind of like, he, said, when she, he says destruction and turns and looks at her. I'm like, what, the, what was that yeah. about? He's like, don't like that. Well, because well, they were at NATO, right? I was just thinking, like, uh, did he? Did they have sex? And he's like, I no. destroyed you. <laughs> that was the. That was what I got from that look. The guy says destruction, and he's like, and he's like, like yeah, yesterday. <laughs> Waiting for her to go, like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and, and tonight, like, babe. It's like, no, he's like, she's fine. She's not gonna <laughs> acknowledge it, weirdo. She's like, we're working, all so, right. So their names are Ripcord and Duke. I, so reading trivia, Marlon Wayans was hired for this because they saw his performance in Requiem for a Dream. Oh, that was good. Yeah. And I always forget because the main vehicles I see Marlon Wayans in are the him and his brother and his other brothers and like self-made, self-produced movies like White Chicks, which hilarious commentary on like. uh, I haven't seen that one in a while. um, And I always forget that he can do serious and not just hammy physical comedy. Mm-hmm. So I really liked him in this. I was pleasantly surprised. And he still brought an element of humor to it. Oh, absolutely. He was the comic relief in this. Yeah. So this starts off, they're, they're basically they're on a mission. They get, they get hired for a mission. They're driving through the desert, and then they get uh, attacked by this spaceship that's invisible to everybody. Yeah. That spaceship was crazy. Like, I could know. spin on a dime, turn backwards, blow blowing up their missiles. They yeah. couldn't shoot it at all. That was like just an annihilation. And I loved the robotic. Oh my gosh! Like one of one of the army men that's getting blown up right before. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> the action sequences, I must say, they were good. Were intense. They spared no expense. They spared no expense. Well, they um, it there were like Michael Bay esque sounds. Yes. I know it's like, especially when that yeah when that spaceship was attacking, mm-hmm. hitting it with the. They never explain what that technology is. No, 
the even f- in the sequel that we've already reviewed. Yeah, they don't. What the hell? Because I was thinking that I'm like, okay, maybe they're going to explain what these like waves of energy are. No, nope. yeah. why? Why would you? And People then, won't want to know what this is. Yeah, and then we get introduced to the Baroness Ooh, Sienna yeah. Miller. Okay, it was her, right? Yes. Because she looking at her in this, and then trying to like find her on IMDb. I'm like, I think this looks like the same girl. The I I think I've talked about this with you or on the podcast before. I the two features on people's faces I can recognize eyes and teeth. So when I saw her and she was talking to Duke, I was like, that's Sienna Miller. Mm. You want to know why I know? Because I watched Factory Girl so many fucking times that I was like obsessed with Andy Warhol, Edie Sedgwick, and Sienna Miller, and I was like, that's her mouth. And <laughs> I recognize that mouth. I reckon because she has such like unique, pretty teeth. They're very small and very like long and rounded. And like they make her mouth look like full but not overcrowded. Mm-hmm. You know? She just that has pretty teeth. Actually is interesting because yeah, when you see a unique set of teeth, you can recognize mm-hmm. it anywhere. Like yeah. uh, Camille LeBlanc Bazinet is a CrossFit athlete, but she has like very distinct teeth. It's like a like a French set of teeth. Mm. I noticed that French girls have like similar looking sets of teeth. It's really yeah. weird. What if it's a thing? Maybe. Could Genetics. Be. Maybe. Um Maybe. So yeah, we get introduced snake eyes here too. He just shows up. Love how he just flies out of everywhere. I know. Like he is just a human ninja, right? Yeah. But he just human he, silent ninja. He acts like he can fly. Because I know like he can jump eight feet in the air, as we see him and Storm Shadow both can. Yeah. There's points where they're just chasing each other and it's like broop, they just jump up like they're Super like, Mario. Yeah, it's exactly. A little unrealistic. <laughs> they <laughs> jump on a mushroom. <laughs> what the hell are they doing? Um, yes, they get saved by the Joes here. Yes. Because, yeah, she shows up. They try to steal the shit. Joes show up. They foil the plan. And then they're like, oh, man, who are you guys? They're at gunpoint. And that's where we get uh, hologram Dennis Quaid. Yes. Which I thought would have been funnier if it was hologram Randy Quaid. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shitter was full. <laughs> hey, Joes. And then they get taken to the Joes headquarters in oh, Egypt underneath a sand dune. Which is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. Like ridiculously huge. And the the big name brand after a hologram disappears is Cisco. And my brain was like S Y S C O? Not see, that's what I thought being in the service industry. I yeah. was like, the food truck delivery company in 2020 is fucking with holograms. But no, it was C I S C O. Hoping it would be uh S I S Q O. That would have been better. The G- Cisco oh, G.I. Joe yes. thong song remix. Yes. That bum 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 bum. The bum song. <laughs> there was so much action going on in this place. All the time, yeah. <laughs> that I just started was laughing. I'm like, how do you even organize this. They got people shooting over here, people doing like vehicle testing over here. You wouldn't have that many sat factions of your tra- training group, like not that many training groups yeah. training that close to each other. It just seemed reckless. Yeah. But And then in this scene, everyone for like 5 minutes is a hologram. We see yeah. Dennis Qu- we see Dennis Quaid as a hologram talking to Duke and Riptide. And then they're in their base. And then the hologram of um Baroness? No, no, no. The hologram of um McCallan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a hologram and he's chit-chatting and makes them open the case so the tracking of the things can be found That's again. That's right. And then we get a shot of him where he's hiding out. And then the Baroness is a hologram. And I'm like, <laughs> like what so the fuck? Everyone Quit in it. this movie's a hologram. Yeah. It's like, like Duke's like, what the, what? Ah! A domino effect of holograms. The Black Mirror, man. Oh, yeah. And then we are on the base where the bad guy... Oh, wait, one more thing before they leave holograms. I love it when people exit a hologram by walking away. I know. It seems so badass, but cheesy at the same time. Because you're like, boop, and you like, 
slowly yeah. distort, and then eventually you're gone, rather than just be like, boop, boop, mm-hmm. Like, I would like, if I had a hologram, I'd probably throw a smoke bomb. Yeah, just disappear. <laughs> hologram smoke. Yeah. It'd be kind of cool. Just think of, like, think of all the ways you could, like, exit if you're a hologram. Throw up a Michael <gasps> Jackson kick. Or do the, Ow. like, stair thing where you're, like, pretending to walk <laughs> down the stairs. All right, I'm going to canoe out of here. And then someone's just like, turn it off. <laughs> So what button do I press? This one I've seen that in a couple of movies. Which which one do I press? Yeah, it's not working. And then we go to the Atlantis underwater headquarters of the bad guys, and it's the guy who played Emotep in the Mummy. Yeah, yeah, Zartan. Yes, and I Zartan. Yeah, and I was like, holy shit, that's cool. Haven't seen you since the Mummy in two thousand. He was in Retaliation. Remember? No, I know, but this. this oh, I know. Is, yeah, we don't actually see him yeah. as Zartan. Or no, we, we see. No, we at the very end we do, but we right. he's the president in the second one. Yes, but I mean, like, haven't seen him in a movie. Oh yeah, because this was before. He this. had a very. He's got a very unique look, look and yes. sound to him. It's surprising that he doesn't have a more extensive. He maybe he does have an extensive. Yeah, career. maybe I don't we're know. just. He's got like five hundred movies. Yeah, credits. Like, and this guy he's hasn't sitting done there like anything that I've seen. Fuckers. That's how. That's what it comes down to. This guy has done nothing that yeah. I've seen yeah. personally. <laughs> have I? Have you tried to look for his stuff? No. No. Not he's really. just the mummy guy. Yeah, the mummy guy. And then um, we are introduced to Darth Bane. <laughs> I love cobras. <laughs> They're beautiful creatures. Cobras born to kill. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think they're born. He's like, they're bred and born to kill. I'm like, I don't think they are. No, like they're I, literally just born, and they're like, this is where I am in the food chain. Yeah. They might be angry when somebody comes near them in their Yeah, zone. somebody might be fucking with them, but snakes, like, leave you alone unless you're, like, in their area. Yeah, or they're uh, hopped up on pheromones on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> but just, I just love that. He's like, they're born to kill. I'm like, I don't think they are. Are they, though, they, sir? They, yeah, that's their number one. Okay, little yeah. baby cobra, you're going to grow you up and you're going to kill as many people as you can. eat and murder everyone. <clears throat> fucking snakes. And then there's a, f- uh, they're on a, they're on a boat. <clears throat> Just kidding. They're on an aircraft and Duke starts having flashbacks to. How many flashbacks were there? In I this know, movie? a million. <sighs> this is and it was all f- to four years ago. So the flashbacks were all to 2016. Yeah, I made those notes because I was like, wait, I'm going to keep track of that. And they, him and uh, Anna, Sienna Miller, were dancing and having a grand old time before they deployed. And he proposed to her and she was like, yeah. And then we meet this third guy, Rex, who's her brother. Mm-hmm. And she says to him, like, you better protect him. He's all the family I have. So immediately I'm like, oh, yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. And she blames Duke for it, and that's why they never got married, obviously. Well, at that point, that's when I remembered, oh, shit, I've seen this before. Because mm-hmm. I've seen it years ago. Oh. But I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to write it down, though, because I don't want to ruin it. But I remembered mm-hmm. who he was. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I remember this. So we're introduced to little Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and then they're... Ooh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, and then he snaps out of it, and they're on their mission. Mm-hmm. In the midst of that, we get introduced to the nanomites. Cobra yes. has the nanomites, because I was laughing, because they had injected a bunch of soldiers, yeah. and I'm like, oh, they're creating, like, nano bros. Yeah, they, yeah. They feel no pain. They suffer from nothing. Just imagine, like... They have no self-preservation. Imagine college students in Florida getting a hold of this shit. <laughs> Let's go fucking party! Shot they already beers. are doing that right now. They're getting... Kids are getting high on nanomites. Nah. <laughs> They're shooting up with those nanomites. Nanomites. I can't believe the fucking the crazy drugs. The drugs they got in the states. I know. Coming from everywhere. Just think, <laughs> like, I heard somewhere that uh, all the drugs up here that normally get cut with stuff that they get from the states isn't getting cut with that stuff anymore. So they're just like putting all kinds of shit in there. Oh Bathroom no. cleaners and Ew. fucking Ajax. Ugh. That's gross. fucked. Yeah, now we get to, to the... Uh, the montage. The, the jumpsuits. The training montage. So I've said numerous times in any movies with suits, the suits looked heavy. Mm-hmm. Heavy. They didn't seem practical. No. And it seemed cl- very clunky. Yeah, bulky. And this, I don't understand how they, they trained a little bit in them. Like, they're like, yeah, yeah these are pretty cool. And, and then it was... And the instructions for the suits were, think what you want to do and the suit will do it. Like, how... You yeah. like how is your brain and the suit connected? You what should the have fuck? you should have like the the Elon Musk like neural link type thing. Yeah, like it should, it should yeah. be embedded in your brain. I'm like, no, you're not just. They're like, oh, the visor can tell what's going on. So you're telling me that this visor can read my eyes. Yeah, and then from the dilation of my pupils, tell me what's going on. Yeah, like what the fuck? 
And then, so they give up the suits and they start montage training and uh, Ripcord is uh, an expert marksman. So he's training mostly on that. And Duke is an expert, like, hand-to-hand combat guy, I guess. Yeah, fighting uh, snake guys. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, my God, I've never seen snake guys go down before. What the fuck? What was Brendan Fraser doing there? <gasps> another, I was going to say, another mu- another mummy al- alum. It, but he was only there to go, like, whoa, whoa. Look at this guy. I know. Oh, my God. That was it. That was, like, all he had in the I movie. was so excited to see Brendan Fraser. I wish they used more of him, but I was so excited to yeah. see him. I was, like, I was like hoping for more. I was like, sweet, yeah, yeah. Brendan Fraser's in this. And then two minutes later, it. I'm like, I guess that's all he got. Mm-hmm. I watched one of those reviews on, like, what happened to Brendan Fraser? Guy's had a, he's had a crazy life. I know. Interesting life. I don't want to rip on him or anything. No, we want you back, though, Brendan. Oh, man. So now they're, yeah, they're doing some training. That pool that they were training in was massive. Yeah. Like, that just seemed like uh, they could have trained in the ocean. I know. Would have made more like, sense. Yeah. Where, where, wait, where was their, their uh, was oh, the they were in the desert. That's right. Yeah. So you brought... Water. How many billion <laughs> gallons of water to a desert? I know, like so you, you fucking assholes. Fuck, and they probably, ch- it looked really clean, so they probably yeah. have to pump a ton of chemicals in there to clean it. Yeah. Yeah, it better be salt water. And then um, uh, Ripcord is hitting on Scarlet, and sh- she says to him, like, emotions aren't science. Oh, and I'm yes. like, they are, though, bitch. Oh, what is- Psychology. <laughs> Psych ever heard of it? Like, what do you mean emotions aren't oh, no. science? Attraction isn't an emo- oh, no, is an emotion, she said. It's yeah. not something else. Not chemical yeah. or... Yeah, she's like, okay. attraction isn't... I thought she said a- it was an emotion. Attraction is an emotion. Emotions are not based in science. And if you can't quantify or prove that something exists, well, in my mind, it doesn't. Yeah, she's like, attraction's an emotion, not a science. And I'm like... Um, the law of attraction, idiot. It's chemical. It's, it's like yeah. a chemical. Like you're like, oh yeah. I that like s- s- you did her a disservice making her sound like an idiot. Oh, but they tried to make her sound smart at the same. time. I know they like. Sh- oh god. So this is where they get uh, attacked by Cobra on subterranean drill motorcycles. Mm-hmm. You fuck that. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I wouldn't want to be under the ground. No. Nope. At, at, at any feet at all. No. Nope. Not. And I wouldn't want to be in a drill-mounted motorcycle that's enclosed. That thing breaks. It doesn't seem like it's going to do like that well. You're like suctioned in. If you hit a rock. Yeah. Like there's, there's that kind of hit a rock. Because I'm like, we're <laughs> fucking digging on properties around here. There's massive boulders. It's You're going to hit something. Mm-hmm. Seems impractical. Uh, man, so we, how, many, how many ninja fights did we get? Mm-hmm. We get one right here. Storm Shadow versus Snake Eyes. Mm-hmm. And then this crazy, like, Anna versus Scarlet. Yeah. Oh, uh, so this action scene is just intense and, like, yeah. 10 minutes long. We could go into it. We don't have to. But at the end of it, Storm Shadow pulls out a jetpack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, randomly. From, yeah, from he, where? All of a sudden, he has this jetpack, and he just flies off. And, and we're was, supposed to, be in the audience, be like, yep, checks out. And it was huge. Like, it wasn't small. He yeah. had, like, full handles out front, shoulder-mounted rockets yeah. and shit. And, of course, he just... And then Baroness just jumps yeah. and grabs onto him. Like, no, it would no, absolutely. The so fuck this is where not. they get away with the rockets, the nano might rockets. Mm-hmm. And oh, the open elevator shaft seemed like a design flaw to me. Yeah, it was, uh, somebody, a soldier fell down there, a Cobra soldier, and then Duke fell down there. Yeah, Wait, does that one Duke went missing? Uh, no, no, no. That's later on. Oh, yeah, right. He was just hanging on the side. Yeah. That's right. He didn't die. And then he pulls himself up. Now we're back to the base. This is 41 minutes in. And, yeah, and then Scarlet's, like, adjusting her couple scratches, and she's, like, trying not to cry in the mirror, and Riptide comes across, and she's like, no, I don't want you to see me like this. Riptide or Ripcord? Ripcord. 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 I was like, some sounds are off. I was thinking, like, a rip zone. I'm like, no, those are his shoes. Um, Ripcord comes around, and she's like, I don't want anyone to see me like that. Like what? <laughs> like, oh my God. And then she's like, my father trained me to always win. Like, why does she have this untalked about trauma out of nowhere? Like, what the fuck? So this movie should, what G.I. Joe should have been mm-hmm. is the origin story of the Joes. Yeah. Like this is, this is like. To get us invested yes. into their 
Like, this is, but well, we can't, we, we seriously can't argue with it. I told you the budget numbers. Yeah. $175 million. They made $302 million off this. Yeah, P- yeah. This movie was brutal. I know. It wasn't brutal, but it was just stupid. It's, yeah. Like, just cheesy, careless. It, it doesn't feel like the start of a franchise. Mm-hmm. I rather would have had the story of just, of just uh, General Hawk. Become a general yeah. hawk and maybe like getting one Joe on, mm-hmm. or maybe another one. So this yeah. one guy's name like bench press or heavyweight. Yeah, he- heavyweight. I think. Yeah, was it? I don't know. That one guy. Yeah, it's the guy with the accent. Yeah. Oh, so we go to twenty years earlier. We see the origin story of of uh, how Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes started fighting. Man, that what a fucking asshole <laughs> kid. Storm Shadow was a piece of shit. Yeah, he's always been a piece of shit. Fucking Snake Eyes just is starving and he co- sneaks in and is trying to eat. And then Storm Shadow is like, thief, and starts beating the shit out of him. And it's surprising that Snake Eyes could fight as well as he did. Yeah. Like, he doesn't look like he should be able to. I can't look at the kid that played Storm Shadow and not go, the, where is it's your, your farm? I'm a lead farmer, motherfucker. Yeah. Puppy fields. <laughs> yeah. Um, said rice patties. And I want to also know the backstory as to why an, an alone eight-year-old Caucasian passing boy is in Japan alone in the rain. Like, I want to know where Snake Eyes came from. I want to know yeah. why the fuck this kid... Is there? That's how this. They should have done this like the Marvel universe. They could have yeah. just origin stories and then mm-hmm. GI Joe Rise yeah. of Cobra because that seems like the third or fourth movie of the series. Yeah, like it could have. They could have done it so well. They could have seven bucked the shit out of this thing. Yeah, Fast and Furious series it up. Yeah, I can't believe they they're didn't. going to space. Fuck, like I know. How? Why are they going to space? I know. I don't know. Fate is it? And is it Fast and Furious Nine or is it Fate of the Furious Two? No, it's Fast Nine. <laughs> Fast nine, going to space. Going to space. Fuck yeah. They're all getting neural links and they're going to space. <laughs> then 20, the next one is the final fast. Yeah. Mars attacks, or they're on yeah. Mars, they're driving cars on Mars. They meet up with the <laughs> rover. Motorcycles with drills on the front, going underground. G.I. <laughs> Joe's fighting Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Fucking two worlds collide. All right, I'm getting sidetracked here. And then, the, so our mummy guy, Emotep, oh, yes. he Emotep. gets infused with the nanomites minus the mind control thing. Why so many needles all at once? I know. It seems excessive. And he, his entire face is reconstructed and we're left to think like, oh, what? Why? But then we watch the second one first, so we're like, oh yeah, this is when he's the president. Imagine how much money you'd make if you started selling that nanomites to people who uh, needed... What? Plastic surgery? Plastic surgery and, and uh, penile enlargement. Mm. It's like... Yeah. How many nanomites you want in there, buddy? Fucking make it huge. Yeah. Fucking 24. Just, <laughs> I wouldn't want the needles near me. Fuck that. Yeah, that's things were scary. giant. I know. And they weren't like injected <gasps> slow either. I feel like nanomites would have to be injected slow because they're like little tiny pieces of metal, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. But it's reversible because like we see Emotep again in the sequel when he's revealed not to be the president, that would be good technology for the witness protection program. Ooh, it would. It'd be cool. I'd just buy it. Just be like, I want to be somebody else for a while. Yeah. Just <laughs> fuck up my face. Let me see. Let ah, me, yeah. It'd be weird, though. Because you never see Looking yourself like mirror. other people yeah. see yourself. So you see someone else, you fucking freak out. Yeah, I'd be like, be terrifying. What the fuck? Be like John Travolta fucking screaming yeah. in the face. Like, ah! Took my face. <laughs> so we got a flashback four years. We see the brother get blown up by mm-hmm. an off time. Yeah, air, very poorly timed. Call. Be there. Call it seven minutes. Cool. A minute later, they're like, all right, let's drop these bombs. Yeah, what the guys, fuck? Guys Someone got fired. So he gets blown up. And then he move forward to the funeral. He doesn't go to the funeral. Yeah, he's <laughs> sitting on his motorcycle with his sunglasses on in the rain. In the rain, on a motorcycle, no helmet, sunglasses. Yeah. So many traffic infractions. Yeah, that's just reckless. Yeah, it's dumb that, that like this. Why America? Why? Like, why do you? Why do you let people do that? I know. And why? Why wouldn't you show him at the funeral? Like that was gonna be his brother. Like he, I don't uh, get he it. Felt the weight of like he's like she's like don't let him die. I know you guys yeah. are going to a war, but yeah. don't let him die. This his life you. is on your hands. Like, what, what? Come on, it's, it's war. I know. And it wasn't his fault they rushed the yeah. airstrike. 
He's like, shit, they rushed it. Well, fuck, you guys blew him up then. Yeah. It wasn't your fault. I know. But I could see how you'd take that guilt on. But yeah, why were you wearing sunglasses when it was raining? It's overcast. Even a helmet with a visor when it's raining is still, you're like, fuck, yeah. I can't see shit. You wouldn't be able to see anything other than sunglasses. Yeah. Hey, he would have crashed. Idiot. He should have crashed. Yeah. It's a movie, I guess. I did like... Um... Oh, so we... I That's jumped we ahead. Get, we get to the suits Yeah, now. Yeah. So, the car chase and yeah, the suits. They have tracked down this, the uh, team that has stole the missiles. The missiles. Because they're going to destroy the That's Eiffel right. Tower. And then they get the suits. Morocco takes his last piece of double bubble like a dick. I yeah. Chewed, that would be like, fuck you, get your own. And yeah, they get out of there. Now they're like, careful with the suits because uh, they're a million dollars. <laughs> and then he gets hit by fucking cars. I don't care if the suits are made of, of uh, vibranium. <laughs> Getting hit by a f- moving vehicle that wouldn't would feel good at all. It would, yeah. break, it would break bones. Yeah. yeah. That's what I found uh, completely unbelievable about these suits mm-hmm. is that it would still be like getting, if you're in a secure car with a roll cage and you're strapped in, it's still going to fucking hurt when you hit the ground after yeah. falling out of the air. So you get hit by a moving vehicle. He's not getting up, and he's like, oh, hold on, my bad. And starts running. Yeah. We never saw them train in these things. Nope. Ever. We just saw them dick around for yeah. a bit. Ooh. Chain gun? Cool. Missiles? Right on. It does what I want? Sweet. And even at one point after this whole ridiculous chase scene. So, and and this, was, this was the halfway marker. There was an hour left at this point, Ugh. and we were an hour in. And I, this is when I said so much has happened action-wise, but so little has happened Plot-wise. Yeah, the ball's moved 15 yards, but we've been watching 800 plays. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's the kind of movie where, I, I was going to say this earlier, you can't look away. No. You can't. Like, every time I'm like, oh, i got to make a note of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, other stuff is happening. Yep. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> you're like, writing, not even looking, like, fucking mess. I will say, uh, during this chase scene, when Scarlet gets thrown off her bike by the big thing. I do like her and Ripcord's relationship. Like he catches her and rather than being like, "Mm, or like a weird romance distracting from the fight, he's just like puts her down and he's like, stay safe or whatever. Got to get back to it. Yeah. Like I like a mile behind. I like the relationship that it was, it was an add on, not a random we're going to make this a focal point now. Yeah. Like happens in it, a lot of it action It was a movies. slowly budding relationship. Yeah. yeah. That whole scene, her riding that motorcycle, uh, like I've ridden a motorcycle, and it's with the, how, the speed she was going zigzagging through cars. I'm like, mm-hmm. no. You're like, no, no, wouldn't no, happen. no. And then she even jumped it off of a pole. Yeah, yeah. Like with a chain fence on it. I'm mm-hmm. like, no, you couldn't do that. You're like, okay. Either. All right. So then the nanomites get deployed on the Eiffel Tower and start eating it away. And... Um, they need to like hit the kill switch, which is attached to the waist of oh, Baroness. Jesus. <laughs> she he gets onto the roof. Mm-hmm. Gets onto the roof. They're in a helicopter now. Yeah. Oh Her yeah. And Shadow. Uh, Storm Shadow jumped Storm off Shadow. the building. Yeah. And this this has been an issue in other movies too. Caught himself mm-hmm. after on, falling a hundred feet, probably yeah. on the helicopter that was coming up. Yeah. So <laughs> the speed at which she yeah. he was following the helicopter coming up. Ripped his arms right off yeah. or broke all the bones in his hands when he hit that helicopter. He's like, No, I got this. I, then, my ninja hands got it. And then Duke with that just suit launches himself into the helicopter, just straight spear. Yeah. And just boop, hits the button. I'm like, Wow, that is precision. Yeah. Pre- yeah. And then, so the nanomites stop eating the Eiffel Tower, but I make a note. I'm like, It's still going to fall. It's eaten. It's been eaten so much. The base is gone. And sure enough, it starts teetering over. So these nano bros, they find one. He's like on the roof and it's like, oh, we can still. They're like, we got to hack into his brain. Mm-hmm. You tell me they have technology like this in 09. Jams two big electrodes into his brain. He's like, oh, the cerebral cortex still activates for three minutes after death. Blah, blah, blah. If we see this and there's like a video replay of his, of his yeah. mind. I'm like, come really? on. Really? That's the life flashing before your eyes, I guess. <sighs> it's just. <sighs> I know. And then there's a little camera on his lapel, so they're acting. He's like, no, 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 yeah. I'm losing the footage, no. And then he's like, ha, 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 that was a lie. Ha, 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 ha. Sneaky fucking Frenchman. Yeah. Yeah, so Duke gets taken here. Then they get picked up by the, uh, what was it, the anti-terrorism group or something? No, it, they're, it literally just said police, and I made this note. They're in France, 
but Policia. the police vests say police in English with no accents. It's not in French. Well, what the fuck? 1641, at the start of this movie, there were no French accents. And None. the guy's Scottish accent was wavering. He, he can't hide it. That could, I was like, where do I know this guy from? Gone in 60 seconds. Uh, mm. Asked for 50 cars, not 49 and a half. Yeah. Like, what? Huh? <laughs> oh, you put a little paint on there, fix the mirror. It's fine. <laughs> I got you 50 cars. In <laughs> and then oh, Nicholas Cage. They uh, the oh, bad guys retreat to their ice age. So then they this uh, the way they triangulate their position is insane. Yeah. So they have like a video from fifty two hours before. They look at it. They're like based on his height and the sh the angle of the sun. Blah blah blah. Parallel to this, we can triangulate his position. Fifty two. Oh, there's an iceberg right behind him too. That might narrow it down. Yeah. Boom. Mm. They find him. I'm like, what? Really? What? Okay. That's. And then we get the treat of a CGI polar bear. <laughs> a CGI polar bear. <laughs> Cue surfacing ship and flying snowmobiles. Yep. Like that thing, that giant sub surfacing out of there has to go back in. You just completely beached your submarine. Yeah. It's like, yeah. is it like a little arm? Like, you know what? It wouldn't surprise me. The little arms came outside, like, <laughs> and it just goes, yeah, pushes it back. <laughs> we got the dramatic shot. Let's get back into the water. The new arms for your submarine. Oh, the logistics of running an Arctic enemy base. Yeah. Let me just talk about that for a second. The heating alone. <laughs> the, the front of it is open, and the whole thing, am I correct? When I say the whole thing is underwater? Yep. Because at one point yeah, I was, it was like, like Atlantis. I was like, where did the underwater city come from? Then yeah. I'm like, oh, wait. It's all under the ice. Holy shit. Yeah. It's just, just the, the cost. Who is funding this? I know. Not this, NATO. No. The amount of money that would have went into to creating that base is just. And the blueprints. Like someone like. You're telling me nobody was like, oh my God, guess what I'm building? Who You'll designs who designs evil bases? It's just like, think about it. There's an architect out there. Evil like, architect. He gets <laughs> evil architect. Yeah. There's an evil phone book, evil yeah. directory. I'm like, I need an evil plumber. Yeah. Some evil carpenter. <laughs> I need an evil gas guy. <laughs> <laughs> I know a gas guy. Is he evil? Mm, mm. He's pretty evil. He's cool. He's, yeah. He dips his toes in. Yeah. <laughs> you know. um, I won't tell you his name, though. And then we find out, because they have Duke, they're like, we have plans for you. And they're going to inject Duke with the nanomites. With six needles this time. Zero yeah. Four. And then we find out that uh, Dr. Scientist Darth Bane is oh. Rex, her brother. And she has no idea. And, and his reason. Sorry, yeah, is this what flashback? the fuck? Because, uh, yeah, we see a flashback when he says, when he reveals who he is. And he was in the lab, and he stumbled upon the Mars nanomite technology. Yes, it was Dr. Uh, Mindbender? Mind yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. Dr. But Mindbender. Dr. Mindbender was Benny from The Mummy. So we have a full reunion. What the hell? Oh, wait, no, why? Oh, shit, shit. I, look, I actually wrote this down. Uh, Stephen Simmons, the director, directed The Mummy, The Mummy Returns. Yes, ah, yes. Because I was reunion. like. I should have. I sorry. I I had read that note. Was like, oh, I'll bring it up later. And I totally forgot about it. When yes. I saw him, my first thought was, "Looks like you're on the wrong side of the river." <laughs> oh, Benny, fucking Benny. Um, yeah, because when I heard that that initial Michael Bay sound with mm -hmm. the fight, I was like, "Wait a minute, who directed this?" And yeah, like, oh, it's the Mummy guy. Cool. I think the he was. Gun. He might have played a part in the Mummy too. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. Think that'd be cool. Yeah, so with the backstory, uh, he injected his sister. It was Rex that injected. Wait, hold on. No, yeah, he, uh, yeah, that's right. It was yeah. the sister turned her into Baroness because he's like she was really sad. I'm like that dude. She was sad because you left and pretended to be yeah. dead, you moron. Yeah. This is your and fault. Duke was literally saying this all could have been avoided if you yeah. told your sister you were alive, and he was like, I didn't because you left me for dead, you motherfucker. And Duke's like. I literally saw the fucking building blow up. Like, yeah. Well, plus, he didn't leave you for dead because if, yeah. if, if anything, like most of the military, from what I've seen in movies and heard stories, is they, if they have a fallen soldier, they try to get him out. Yeah. So if you get blown up, they would try to get yeah. your body out of there or your dog tags at least. Mm -hmm. And he, if you're in the middle of a firefight, they're not going to do it right now while the building just exploded. So I'm yeah. sure he didn't leave you for dead. I'm sure no. they sent out a mission to try and find you. Correct me if I'm wrong, listeners. I, I do not know for sure. Yeah, it's but... I'm not a military person. 
it just yeah it seemed so weird and also in the flashback i really enjoyed the norton security product placement on that computer when he was typing in the password <laughs> norton antivirus yeah keeping you safe from 93 to 95 yeah it's doing uh, now they're so they're back in the base and uh we well we've got scarlet snake eyes and Somebody else? Uh, ripcord. Ripcord. And they're like, nobody can step on this floor because we'll blow up. And it's like, if anything bigger than a quarter touches it, it'll explode. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, he's going to walk on his swords like he was doing handstands. Yeah. But no, then he's walking on his fingers. Yeah, his fingertips. So why would it be, okay, you couldn't put a whole foot on there or a whole hand, but mm -hmm. as long as you're on your fingertips, it's cool. Yeah, so, like how's the weight displaced? Technically, you could walk around in golf shoes on that floor and it wouldn't blow you up. Mm. Soccer cleats. Yeah. Football cleats. Yeah, they're all pretty golf shoes would be the best because they're they're basically tacks. Yeah, there you go. There's your foiled your plan, eagle, <laughs> eagle guy. Damn it, the golf shoes. The golf shoes, motherfuck no. Tell me about the fucking golf shoes. And then Ripcord is in an enemy oh, yeah. aircraft thing. Uh, a Celtic, to, a Celtic voice control airplane. Yeah, trying to chase down one of the rockets. Yeah, because yeah, they the blew one up. They rockets. launched three. They blew one up. And then, uh, yeah, the two left, one going for Russia, one going for America. Yeah. And it seems surprising that neither America nor Russia scrambled jets. Is retaliating, jets, yeah. Scrambled well, jets to intercept, uh, intercept a missile. Well, at this point, America's <clears throat> being controlled like the president is Emotep. Yeah. So. But, I mean, he, yeah, he's getting, no, not, not at that point. He oh, was no. just getting put into the yeah. bunker because that was their plan. Right, right, right. So the president should have been like, okay, uh, general, mm -hmm. make sure you stop these rockets. They would have had jets immediately. Yeah. Like, oh, well, there's a rocket coming for the states. What, what do we yeah. do? Yeah, especially Let's if there were. See how it pans out. Especially if there were simultaneous rockets heading for one for the states and one for Russia. Absolutely. Like, they would be like, Russia would be like, what is the United States doing? And then the states would be like, what the fuck is Russia doing? And they launched rockets against us. We lost the rocket. <laughs> wow. We launched the rocket against them. We it's tit for tit. Because isn't that the, the second one, Retaliation, where it's like, we're going to launch all the nukes. And yeah. it's like, who's going to put their dick away first? Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> now what, guys? So yeah, they all waste their nukes. And he's like, ah, we got more. Yeah. As if anyway, they're not like, we have more too, dummy. <laughs> they launch them all. So yeah, this one. Um, so he's chasing those two. Another ninja fight. Snake Eyes just cuts the shit out of Storm Yeah. Shot. He's and like, ching, 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 Knocks him off the side. But he's not dead, right? Well, no, he sequel. stabs him. But we've seen the sequel, though, right? Yeah. He's alive in the sequel. I know. Yeah. So it's crazy. I'm like, he just cuts him up. He falls through lightning. Yeah. In this giant generator. Which, Into. Like, what, what is that thing anyway? We don't know. <laughs> giant Nobody tells space us. laser or something. Yeah. They're just keeping it here for safekeeping. That, yeah, because like they somebody fell through it and it was like, brrr, it stopped something, didn't it? Uh, something like a, there was something going on. It zapped something. I don't know. I can't remember what it did. There's too much going on that's not explained. Oh, oh, that was the the thing for the giant uh, proton cannon or the oh, uh, yeah. something cannon yeah. underwater that was like, brrr. same thing those guns were doing. Yeah. So that was like, oh, snake eyes, you got to go stop that thing. So uh, somehow he made it through that entire, entire, that that fat, the facility looked giant. Yeah. Like, giant. like way too huge. And he just gets there in like two minutes. It's like, yeah, I know my way around here. No, that's another thing too. Did they study the blueprints of this giant underwater facility? They wouldn't have had time. No. So they just, they're getting around way too easy. <laughs> and then um, the, I like the transition from like Marlon Wayans in the sky oh, to yeah. Channing Tatum in the sea. That was really cool. It kind of tripped me out a little bit. I was like, oh, yeah. what the f oh wow, yeah. cool. And so now at this point, oh yeah, um, Baroness's memories of her and Duke started coming back and she's like, uh, 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 like a fembot in Austin Powers and decides to rescue him. And then uh, her brother Rex, Darth Bane, and um, the Scottish bad guy, Mars, I'm just going to call him Mars. Destro. Yes. Um, they... Uh, somehow Destro's fucking face gets burned off. Like, uh, like his ancestor. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Yeah, it gets burned off, and then he gets nanomites. Yeah. And oh, because the place exploded, though. Yes, and then um, did somebody blow him Duke up? and Anna go to chase after Rex and um, Destro, and then Rex puts a bunch of nanomites into... Scottish guy and he becomes Destro and his face becomes all metal 
and then um, Rex becomes Cobra Commander with the worst, the stupidest fucking helmet. It looked so dumb. How was that? That sounds like my car. Oh, that's a squealy belt. Put some soap on it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I. They're following him. They're following Destro and and uh, Cobra Commander, and they turn around. They're like, "What are you gonna do about it? You and what army?" And he's like, "My, my army." army. Like, Why wouldn't you expect him to have an army? Yeah, he's a Joe. He's a fucking Joe, he bro. Showed up with an army. Yeah, he still has his army. Yeah, because all the Joes made it out. Because of course they did. Yeah, and that was. Oh wait. Yeah, and then Cobra Commander and Destro were in jail. Mm-hmm. And this is just. The beginning. I can't remember what his voice sounded like. And then that's it. That's it. That's literally it. That was G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra. Yeah. Cobra. Not the sequel, the first one. Oh. What did you rate this? I real rated this five Mm. Brendan Fraser cameos (laughs) out of ten gigantic oversized underground swimming pools. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Because, okay. For what it was. Okay, it was was too long. Yep. Could have been an hour and a half. Could have been an exciting hour and a half. Yeah. It was exciting. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Exciting. The characters were okay. Very, very shallow, though, in, in terms of, like, character description and yeah, us like getting no actually knowing who they are. Yeah. It was well shot. It was very fucking busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for, like, for just being a silly, stupid action movie, I paid attention to it a lot, mostly because I wanted to make notes and didn't want to miss anything. Uh, but it wasn't, it wasn't as bad as a lot of stuff we've watched. Yeah. It was actually like, okay, I, I watched that. Would have liked it to have been shorter, but it wasn't a complete waste of two hours. Yeah. So that's why I got five. Because I would, I, if somebody was like, hey, should I watch G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra? I might go like, yeah, you're not going to really enjoy it. You might get a good laugh yeah, out of like it. like background. Yes. You're not going to be super bored. Yeah. 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 I, too, gave this five Snake Eyes vow, Snake Eye Vows of Silence <laughs> out of ten Mars Attack. A little play on words. Because <laughs> the company was Mars. That's a ridiculous movie. <gasps> All right. How many picks are we down to? The second, this is your second last one, right? <gasps> second last pick of Katie's. Ten random picks in a jar is, oh my God, Alien versus Predator. Yes! <laughs> is this the one? Wait, is this the one with, uh, what's his name from that 70s show? Uh Oh, Topher Grace? Yes. Is he in this? I don't know. Because there's one. It's a Predator movie that Topher Grace is in, and he has a line. No, no, no. Uh, that one is Predators with Adrian Brody. Okay, that one. He has a line in that movie that I will just never forget him saying. What? And I don't know if he's like done anything since. Somebody wrote him a line that says, it's bitch raping time. I'm going to rape so many fine bitches. Like, what time is it? Five o'clock? Damn. Time to go rape me some fine bitches. Five o'clock. Bitch raping time. It's so weird. It's so what? creepy. Topher Grace saying that. You're like, ah. Oh my God. And he Anyone mentioned can... it before, too. Like, oh. it's it's nasty. It's nasty. I'll try to find it. It's got that, to be on YouTube. Oh my God. <laughs> How, I hope that writer doesn't have a job anymore. I, yeah, because after I saw Topher Grace do that, I was like, I don't think I've seen him do anything else. Yeah. Hmm. That's so embarrassing. Like, it's fucked up. It's fucked yeah. up. Yeah. And also, it makes me wonder as an actor, like, a, did he, like, put up a fight? Did he say, like, like was he locked into a contract and it was a fight of, like, I'm not saying this, and they're like, if you don't, you're fired, yeah. you, we're suing you you're type like, of situation. God, because I, I need to work. Holy shit. Yeah, it's a fucked up line. Oh, my God. I think Do that, better. After every now and then you see movies like that, you're like, whoa. You actually had to say that? Yeah, like. At, I might have argued that. If that was my yeah. line, I'm like, mm, I don't know about this line right here. Mm. There's we can do anything else than yeah. this. It's like, nope, that's your line. Oh Damn. yuck. <laughs> that writer. I hope <laughs> I hope you never had work again. We'll figure out who it is. Yeah. And roast him. <sighs> yeah, that was G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra. Bam. So Alien versus Predator. Alien versus Predator next. Find us on YouTube. If you're watching mm-hmm. us on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. Share it with people. Because uh, we're figuring once we get to 100 subscribers, give we're away. give some shit away. Give away. So we have another, I don't know how many to go. We got a bunch. So share it with your friends if you're enjoying this. Like it. Subscribe. Uh, find comment. us on Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, comment. Send us an email. If there's a yeah. movie you want us to review, Good let us bad. know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. 
That's yeah. it. All right, cool. Say another. Bye, Bye, everybody. This is real garbage.